This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What's up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 31. Today's episode is all about peer pressure. You know, every time I hear this term of peer pressure, instantly two things come to mind. The first thing is that it has something to do with drugs, alcohol, or something negative. And then the second thing that always comes to mind is that it's almost as if it were exclusive to young people, and that is false. It happens to everybody. Social pressure, more like peer pressure, but it's still something that we all live, not only musicians and young people in high school or grammar school or whatever, but it just happens to everybody. It just has different ways of manifesting. I think one of the most important ways or one of the most effective ways to not succumb in a way to the negative peer pressure is to understand that there is a lot of positive peer pressure around you and positive social pressure and parental pressure that you can listen to and you can uh, you know, abide by in a way and you can trust that it's something positive and will bring something positive in your life. So I understand I, I, this might be a little more targeted to a younger audience, but I think it's important that um, I discuss these things because they, they, they're, they're valuable in that if you sort of take away everything negative about something, you might be able to embrace it and look at it in it from a dis- different perspective. So first thing I will tell you is that whenever you're faced with peer pressure or you discuss it, know that there's positive sides of it. The way to know what's negative and what's positive, I feel, and again, it seems like I say this a lot on this podcast and it's easier said than done, but you feel it in your gut. You know it. You, you have that instinct, I feel, I believe that you have it. So trust that instinct. You'll know if it's something positive right off the bat. I mean, there's so many things that, that are examples of this. I don't know, a couple of silly examples. Maybe you have a few siblings, two siblings, and they always do their homework as soon as they get home. And you don't like doing that, but that's a good example of peer pressure being positive. You succumb to it and you're like, fine, I'll be like my parent, my brothers or my sister, and I'll do my homework when I get home. So that's something that's positive. Or, you know, you have a few of your friends that, you know, play sports in high school. And you don't want to play sports, but you like sports, but you just don't want to do it because you don't want to be like everybody else. Or it's, or you just don't want to have to do an activity after school like everybody else. But you might sign up and it's something positive. You're going to work out. You're going to, you know, have develop stamina. You're going to develop social skills and by being in a, on a team and so on and so forth. So there's many, many, many positive examples of peer pressure, many examples of positive peer pressure. Now, let's just say that you're in a situation where you don't know if it's negative or positive um, and you're trying to figure it out. And, and when I tell you to just feel it in your gut, if that's not enough, I think you can ask yourself a few questions, you know. A, first and foremost, 
would your parents approve? Your parents are the people that care the most about you. So would your parents approve of that action or of you trying that thing or doing X, Y, or Z to or with somebody? You know, would the second question might be, would your loved ones approve? Some of your friends or family friends or uh, your brother, your sister, your family, you know, your fellow teachers, your instructors, whatever, would they approve of that as well? And then most importantly, I think that you can ask yourself is that if you were to be put in, in a different situation, would you let and would you encourage people to do that activity or try whatever? So the answer would dictate if it's positive or negative. I understand, you know, peer pressure is, is difficult. And, and a lot of you guys and girls are growing up in, in a city or in an environment that the nature of being a millennial, it, it almost comes with it. You know, everybody has to have the newest phone. You know, everybody has to own something or buy something a certain way. That's a form of peer pressure. Obviously, you know this. Uh, maybe there's a group of your friends that are being bullying somebody or are, are being bullies, excuse me. That's an example of, of peer pressure. And you feel like you have to bully or you have to partake in a negative activity. The, the, it's difficult. I, I can tell you like, oh, just don't do that. But no, I mean, I know how hard it is. It's, it's, it's very difficult. And again, it's the, the, the overriding question is, would your parents approve? And of course, I understand sometimes by being a teenager or growing young adult, you want to do things to rebel against your parents or to get in trouble so that it almost affects them. I understand that. That's, that's the essence of, of punk music and rock and roll in a way. I get it. It would be hypocritical for me to, to tell you to never, ever do that. I think it's part of growing up and, and owning up to mistakes and so on and so forth. But like I was saying before, you know, peer pressure is not exclusive to young people. Today, as a 34-year-old professional musician, drummer specifically, I feel pressure to play certain things or certain ways that a lot of my peers are playing or a lot of videos that I see, you know, like a silly example. There's an incredible drummer by the name of Mark Juliana. He just did the last Bowie record. He's incredible. And a lot of videos are up, you know, uploaded about people trying to sound like Mark Juliana or Mark Juliana videos. And you can't help but feel pressure to maybe try to do some of those things. And that's an example of positive peer pressure because you end up working on your musicality and learning from the guy and maybe he turns you on into other music and other drummers. But my point is that we all face it. So not only the 13, 14, 15 year old kids, but also a 34 year old drummer. I mean, with social media and all these other things, you know, everybody posting about what seems to be the incredible life of every musician or all the travels and all that stuff, you feel pressure. And it's up to you to, and up to me and up to us, to decide if we do the same types of posts or we do the same type of activity or we play the same type of instruments or we buy the same type of software to produce music or, you know, there's just so many things. So you're not alone in the sense that uh, you, you're you not the only person that is being pressured to do things. And it's not an immaturity thing. I think a lot of times, I mean, it, it's related to maturity in a way. But, you know, w one of the most frustrating things I remember about growing up um, 
was being accused of being being immature. That was like the worst insult. But I always associated maturity with, you know, making my own decisions and owning up to them and so on. And I think that to this day, not only myself, but a lot of people, every everybody struggles from time to time with decision making. And we're always trying to make the right decision, not only by us, but by our family as well. Speaking of right decisions, I think as a professional musician, a lot of people assume that you don't make the right decisions and they're you all you do is party and you're engulfed in peer pressure and that's what you do and you pressure other people and so on and so forth. So a lot of you know this um, because I make notes, I make no secrets about it and I'm very proud of it, but I also don't want to be like that guy. But uh, in case you don't know this, I have been sober and smoke free, cigarette free for about almost five years, four and a half years. I've never done drugs ever, never smoked weed, never done any drugs, any pills, nothing, zero. I barely take medicine, take NyQuil and I take Tylenol or Advil. That's it. And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. What I'm telling you is that I used to smoke cigarettes and I used to drink and I made a conscious decision to do the complete opposite and quit. And my life has been incredible after that. So if you think that you need to do all those things to be cool or to have a great life and have beautiful people around you and accomplish your dreams and goals, I can assure you that none of my dreams or goals had anything to do with alcohol or cigarettes and drugs. That's my case. I don't judge anybody else. But if you need a champion and you need somebody to trust um, that that lifestyle is fantastic, the drug-free fan, uh, the drug-free lifestyle, I'm here to tell you that it is. It's great, and I would encourage you to try it. The same way that other people are encouraging you to maybe do drugs, I'm encouraging you not to. So it's up to you to decide in a way. I know this episode wasn't too, too musical, but you know, maybe some of the peer pressure that you're facing is telling you to quit music and not chase your dreams and get a conventional job and so on and so forth. So if you're practicing at a young age or an early age how to be yourself and make decisions and chase your dreams without other people's approval and so on and so forth, maybe when you grow old and you have to pick who to please and what decisions to make, you're going to go the positive route, the dream route, the goal route and listen to your gut the same way that it told you not to do X, Y, or Z, and it now tells you to do X, Y, or Z for your own good. Wow, this was an intense one. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast.